0: are listening to fighting with god fighting with god exists to proclaim the gospel so that a lively faith the abundant love of god and a confident hope that endures the darkness can be presented to a world that desperately needs them we believe that engaging the struggles of following jesus and calling things what they are being theologians of the cross can set us free to know the god who knows and loves us where we are into the life he created us to have stay tuned back to fighting with god i'm your host dave ketter and with me is my friend and co-host jason wilson hey everybody and we are now on a third uh conversation really about story that we've been having we've talked about things that are why stories are essential to us and to our life as human beings and uh how there's just no way of getting away from them and uh Last week we talked further about the essentials of stories and what things you can't get away from if you're going to tell stories. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, that was kind of an interesting conversation. Some things that weren't really very obvious at the surface, but, you know, get down to it, are kind of at the core of everything we do. So um, one of the things that we wanted to move into was just this idea, of keeping with the idea of essentials in some way. Uh, But think about the kinds of things that are essential to making stories. And uh, I'm not just talking about pen and paper or your word processor or (laughs) something like that. Like, you know, okay, duh. (laughs) You need some kind of material to work with, whether it's your voice or your thinking or, you know, some kind of instrument or tool. Like, noted, granted, we'll, we'll acknowledge that. And then we'll move on from there. Um, but when you think about making stories, uh, Jason, what is just off the cap, like the first thing that kind of comes to mind um, that just has to be there?
1: A world. A world and uh, really the worldview that goes into it. Because when I think about writing stories, and this is really just the way I tend to do it, mm-hmm. but I start really really big and then i work down to little details and at some point eventually hopefully i actually wind up writing a story in there somewhere (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: i was gonna say you've got more maps than you have stories at this
1: point this is true (laughs) i really enjoy world building those aspects of creating the world which the characters are then going to inhabit. Mm -hmm. You know, whether that's... but Whether that's the primary world or, you know, like the real world that we live in Mm -hmm. um, or, you know, some sort of fantasy world or a mixture of the two. Mm -hmm. There are... Things that you need to establish, whether it's uh, a magical wardrobe to let you go from one land to the other or uh, a magical train platform that'll take you to where you need to go. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: And I should point out, it's not entirely clear there whether you're referencing Harry Potter or Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. And that's kind of awesome. (laughs) Or Narnia, for that matter. (laughs) There is a
1: train platform entrance that they
0: have once.
1: True. (laughs) That does not have so much to do about the... Actually, there's two. Right. Okay, yeah, that's that's right. But in neither case, does it have so much to do with the train platform itself as much as other circumstances.
0: Oh, sure. And it didn't have a lot to do with the uh, wardrobe either, except that was the circumstance that Narnia took advantage of. as the case, maybe. Yeah, Lewis has his own concept of uh, tra- tra-
1: passage between worlds, so. But that is exactly my point. Yeah. These are the details like, okay, the trope is common enough, but how is it going to work?
0: Right. Yeah, no, exactly. So world building is, is definitely one element of it, and and the, uh, you know, so, but not everybody starts there, you That's know. That's true. Um, you you're starting with kind of the physical reality, the laws of the universe, and and mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Um, and that, that's one type of world building. Uh, the other type I think of, you know, you look at Tolkien. Tolkien's world building started with languages. Mm. The, the man invented languages, and then he created people to speak them and ex- to, to explain their development and evolution <laughs> and the way that those languages divided. And, you know, sort of like we have English and German now, like, well, okay, Quenya and Sindarin were were part of a common people at one point. So they had common language at one point. Well, what happened? You know, so like all these kinds of explanations, like he's, he, he crafted the world entirely by creating systems of language. What
1: happens when a philologist decides to write a story?
0: I mean, the, the man is a philologist because he loves stories. So fair enough. Yeah, no, that's,
1: it, it does come up with a rather unique way Mm of building a story,
0: right? Right. And and the personalities of language tell you a little bit about the people and their culture and all those kinds of things. That's that's definitely one way to do it. Um, you know, your way is a little more conventional, uh-huh. uh, more common. Uh there are actually programs that help people do the things you like to do. Right. <laughs> so, like there's no program that will help you do what Tolkien did. <laughs> it's just not a thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so, but one method or way that is probably a little more common yet is starting with the characters. I think
0: usually a character. I don't True. know if even anyone has like it's not even that there's a tr- a troop of characters. It's like there's one character that uh, either it's themselves or somebody close to them. There's something
1: inspired by somebody they know and right. I do have at least one story inspiration that started with three characters mm. uh, and, and the relationship between them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a character, a small group of characters, um, and figuring out, you know, what are their personalities? What, what is it they want? What is it they want to do? Um, why are these characters interesting? Yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. And and um, the thing... So, yeah, you, you're building a world either on a macro scale, language, laws of nature, what's it look like, you know, topography, geography, all those kinds of things, or on the micro scale, the, a person, their encounter with the, with the world around them, um, or a group in their encounters with the world around them. Mm-hmm. So... Um, but so world building is kind of an essential piece of our storytelling uh, and you know, making the story because you got to have that. But the other thing I think that you need in in all of that because that can I feel like if you if you get caught on the world building soon soon enough you just have like outlines and bullet points and yes. all kinds of data that looks like it came off of like, um, you know, Encyclopedia Britannica Or something,
1: it's just Yes, this is my problem Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Right Frequently Right I have those articles Yeah Yeah So
0: The, uh, the I think in some ways then The the, the, the thing that a story really needs in, When you're making a story Is you have to have some sense of motion And uh, Not emotion Motion Movement Right And uh the thing with the thing with movement is that can be driven by a word, a particular word, a particular idea. Um, you know, there, this is kind of obvious in say poetry, where there can be a, th- a word, a single word that could just drive through the whole thing, right? Like a theme that kind of comes up and it, and it, it just drives things forward. Um, but it can it can also be a, a sense of urgency. You know, I, um, I think of probably the best example or, f- or, or a particular emotion, like the, one of the best examples I know of this is um, a, a kid's book written uh, about uh, Jews in Denmark trying to hide and run away from the Nazis. Um, it's a fiction novel hmm. for, uh, you know, middle school age. Uh, it's called Number of the Stars. And the the this, the thing is driven. Obviously, you've got the plot, and it's a compelling enough topic in a lot of ways. Like, oh my goodness, hiding from the Nazis. But the thing that's driving the plot is is this whole search for for identity, for promise, for you know the faithfulness of God in, in the midst of everything. And so, like, and it's it's not written like uh, from a Christian perspective or anything like that. But it's this idea of like you know God made some promises and we're here and and so you, you, you know, there's this temptation for the story to be driven by fear, to be driven by um, some kind of like oh my goodness we might be actually eradicated because people are trying to kill us, uh, or but then but then there's just this urgency this uh, this need to see. Uh, protection happened to, to see life happen to see the promises that have been made you know count the stars if you can right it, it's just yeah. the below it's it, it's never really kind of just come out and stated but it's there hmm. it's there from the title it just drives the entire story <laughs> so it's just this kind of you, you need movement otherwise like you said there's just it's articles it's data
1: right so you need a core for the story to move around and something to pull it forward. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and then, like I said, that might be an idea, it might be a particular word. Um, you know, poems have their own movement, and actually, you know, things like rhyme and meter can be movement. So even the way you're telling the story uh, can, can drive it. Um, you know whether if it's poet if it's poetry if it's a song, <laughs> you know there mm-hmm. are things that that you're forced into that will direct and guide the way that you're telling that story. So yeah, you need movement though, one way or the other.
1: Mm-hmm. And I would
0: venture to say you need conflict. So we talked a little bit about that last week, but as that was an essential part of story. Right. So, but but I think you might be onto something in terms of. In terms of what's essential to making a story, because it's not just that there's conflict in the story. <laughs> you know, if you're if you're crafting, you're in a conflict. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, and and that's more obvious with some some kinds of crafts than others. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Trying to sand something down uh, is an obvious conflict.
1: Yeah. Wood, do what you're supposed to do. Right.
0: The paint needs to come off. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, But, you know... If everything just... Flows out of you <laughs> without any question. I don't know. Yeah. So, something, it feels like something would be missing in that case. Right, right. Be- well, in, in any story I've ever tried to write, there was wrestling involved with mm. um, either figuring out how a part of the world worked or figuring out something about a character or something that character was trying to do Mm -hmm. I mean there's there's always something right Well, like, I mean, you know,
0: movies give us this, like, effortless vision of creativity and crafting stories. And and movies that legitimately have some good conflicts and good stories themselves. Um, But, you know, you look at, like, August Rush, for example, and just, like, uh, this music that just flows out of him. Like, please, okay? The actual crafting of music is a struggle it's not just that life is hard and yes it is but like the, that pursuit of, of that artistic creativity that pursuit of, of, of his craft would take some struggle more mm. than just oh, people mocking him or ignoring him or whatever mm. right? so like the, there's that part of it like they missed an opportunity there where it's just like oh yeah it just comes out like effortless, uh, effortlessly effortlessly how ironic right
1: <laughs> right speaking of struggles and conflict <laughs> so or, or the
0: end of token that movie you know is is brilliant and highlights so many things but then just this idea of you know in the hole of a ground in the ground there there lived a hobbit and like this like oh I mean yes that sentence came flinging flying into his mind one day while grading exams but the story didn't just flow out of him. <laughs> like, there was genuine effort and trial and wrestling, like to use your word, that, that had to happen.
1: Right, because he would tell his kids these stories, and then his kids would correct him. He's like, no, you said this last night. And then he would grumble to himself and make a note, and he would have to work and rework things. It's yes. like, okay, well, now this has to be consistent. Right.
0: Yeah, in that regard, they were definitely a lot like their dad. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. And, and And so you have to have some sense of like tr- creativity actually is effort for us and that is i think maybe some of the difference like we think create creativity works a lot like gods like we just put the words out there and it happens <laughs> and that's mm. just not the way it goes
1: or we sit down to our computer and our hands just start going yeah. and that that's never the way it that at least in my experience mm. like occasionally you get in this groove, or you get hit by a muse or something, and it just <laughs> you you just go, and it's great feeling. Sure. And well, then every other time you sit down to the computer, and there's nothing there.
0: Right. Well, and I mean, this is this is the thing with wrestling, right? Sometimes you're on top. <laughs> right. Sometimes you have the advantage, and sometimes you're going to get the points. Um, not all the
1: time. <laughs> And sometimes you're wrestling with a guy who's three times outside your weight class and you're underneath him. Right.
0: <laughs> yes. And that's when we say it's time to put it away and go watch a movie.
1: <laughs> or read a book. Or do something that... Yeah. Go cut the grass. Like <laughs> Either takes you out into a completely different space. Yep. Or something that starts spinning your creative wheels right.
0: right it hits me that did it hurt no thankfully
1: oh, okay but
0: that <laughs> you know we we started talking about conflict you know last week as an element within the story and now outside and now what we're talking about is escape So escape is not just an element within the
1: story, but it's also an element outside of the story, too. It's not just part of the function of the story, but it's part of the process of writing the story. Because sometimes we need to escape from the work we're trying to do to make the story that we're wanting to use to escape. Yes. Escape-ception
0: they have nothing on this. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. But but no, really, like that's that is kind of the thing right you can only put out what you're taking in. And so to a point like there's a limited reserve to what we can create, especially if things we're taking in are limited.
1: Right. So you could say in order to make a story, you need to take in stories.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, like it, 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 you know um, I am like years ago finders was a huge 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 process for um. a lot of organizational things like everybody had five, their top five strengths and how you could make your teams work with them and I, I don't even remember all of them for mine but I do remember that the top one um, the top one was belief okay second one though was input and the whole idea of input was uh, I am someone who takes in information and stories and facts and all, all the stuff. I, I, I take it in so I can work. Sponge ain't got nothing on you. <laughs> but it's like I got to take it all in in order to be productive, to be effective, to be creative. And, and so, like, I mean, for me, it might be a little more extreme than for some folks But like, if if you're taking, you you can't put anything out unless you're taking it in. That's just a fact. Right. You know, if you're not formed by stories, you're never going to be able to tell a good one.
1: (laughs) Right. And, you know, in my experience, it's when I'm taking in other good stories Mm -hmm. uh, that I find the ideas that... I want to put into mine. Right. Like, there's something that we were watching just the other day that I thought, ooh, that's interesting. I should work that idea Mm -hmm. into my story. Yeah. Not to steal it. Right. But it sparks the idea for what I want to do.
0: Right. And dealing with the idol of originality... It's gonna to have to be another episode, but oh, oh yeah, but that has to be an episode for sure. You know, the fact is, there's there's a lot to be said about the relationship between creativity and uh, resourcing and background and and borrowing and stealing and all those kinds of things. Um, but to kind of get down, like I think it really comes down to like we're taught, we're describing life with God, the best stories echo the way our life with god looks like they they are they are they have a movement they have emotion they have something this driving energy and direction that they're heading in and they are driven by this world that's been created and these characters that have been created and um, and they have uh, the you know this conflict this work this wrestling that's happening to make them happen And this escape, the rest, that's going to have to to happen in that process. Like these are all elements of life with God. And the story that we need to take in again and again that will ultimately and thoroughly fuel all of our creative energies is the story of the gospel. It is the story of Jesus. It is the story that God has told through the scriptures and is is reenacting in our lives as we speak. That that, from creation to new creation is being enacted in each of us. Like that whole reality of immersing ourselves in the story of God to drive our own creativity. Like, oh, absolutely. Take in the movies, take in the books, take in the the songs and the poems and all the things. Um, But all of them go back to that great story. Mm. And taking in those stories and wrestling with God in that is going to be fuel for the fire uh, of our own creativity. Yep. So just some essentials on making stories I guess yeah <laughs> but uh, I think we should call it there and uh, hopefully next time we'll have some more about making stories actually yeah and maybe a surprise or two thrown in there yep so but until then everybody God bless and have a good one thanks for listening today we hope that this word was a blessing for you please rate and review on your favorite podcast app you can or Facebook at Fighting of God Podcast. Remember that Jesus is here to speak peace, faith, hope, and love in your life. So go in